You are listening to Jesus is Better, a podcast series presented by Church on Mill, where we discover in a momentary trial the eternal truth that Jesus is better. Hello, Church on Mill. Thanks for listening to another Jesus is Better, the podcast. I'm very excited today because we've got a wonderful sister, church member, Katina Skinner here. Hi, Katina. Hi. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. We're going to be talking about... Fear. Fear. All right. Everybody's getting fired up now. We'd love to talk about fear. Before we jump into that, uh, Katina, for maybe there's... Uh, a new person to Church on Mill listening to this that doesn't know you, would you take a moment and give us a little bit of background info? Sure. Um, Todd and I have been at Church on Mill since 1997. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> we were four. <laughs> Not really. Um, yeah, so we've been here for a while and um, really it's been a great home for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I guess four and a half, five years ago, I became a deacon uh, when we transitioned to having uh, women deacons. And uh, my role is to encourage uh, discipleship and mentoring um, with the women at Churchill Mill. Praise God. It's a really neat, really neat thing to be a part of, and I'm glad to be there. Awesome. Well, you do so much in that regard. Thank you. Thanks. This will be a continuation of that today, certainly. Uh, What brought you to Tempe originally? Uh, Tad and I came here for graduate school. Okay. Uh, we were uh, from Oklahoma, still are from Oklahoma, and uh, Tad studied psychology and I studied industrial engineering. Great. And ASU was good for both of us. At both, yeah. Yeah. So do you consider yourself a poke or a sun devil? I'm a poke. Okay. <laughs> through and through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've, we were in grad school for five years. I went to one football game mm-hmm. at Oklahoma State. We went to every game that we could. Now, does that have to do with temperature or you growing up? I think people or? just get involved. Like you go to school as an undergrad, and that's your that you're still forming yeah. who you are. Yeah. And then, of course, we came here. We were old married people, sure. and um, yeah, we just didn't get into it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And now you've got uh, your oldest yep. headed out. Where's he headed? He's going to Baylor. Okay. He's very excited. We're excited for him. That's coming up really soon. We'll leave uh, the 16th or the 17th of August, of August yeah. to drive him over there. And I will cry all the way mm-hmm. home, probably. Are you yeah. afraid of that? Uh, I'm not anymore. There was some fears uh, thinking about him living in the dorms and with COVID and what would happen. And I had to really think through that um, and even really Baylor's doing a lot to try to um, you know help prepare and prevent things sure but even before we knew about any of that there was uh, what would we do if hmm. how would we feel if because he won't come home until Thanksgiving so he'll be there and if he gets sick he's there and I'm hmm. not hmm. I think <laughs> he so, hopes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, kind of interesting that that has come up as we think about fear. There's yeah. um, no end in terms of possibilities of things that we can be afraid of. Yes. So I wanted to take some time today and think think about that. Um, 
certainly we could be uh, praying church as you listen to this think about Caleb headed off to, to Baylor and be praying for his protection Katina, um, yeah. you've taught um, a, a connection class at church multiple times on um, fear of man or fear of people mm-hmm. um, tell us a little bit about the premise of that class yeah uh, it's a great class um, it is the premise of the class is that we all have fears and that uh, an appropriate fear of God that is stronger, uh, larger than all of our other fears mm-hmm. is a really good place to be. And mm-hmm. that if I'm more afraid of a good God than I am of my kid getting sick or of um, economic instability because my job is messed up, then I will be driven by the thing that I'm most afraid of. And if I'm driven by a good God, that's really much better than being driven by fear of not having enough money or fear of what people think of me. Or yeah, yeah. And we talk a lot about fear of people as what, we, what people think of me, but it's the same idea, I think, with fear of bad things happening, um, that God is good and trusting Him is, is really what we need to do. It's not easy, but it's sure. Yeah. So that's um, what that class is. What what kind of um, uh, receptivity or or issues does that tend to raise? I, I know we've gone through it several times, mm-hmm. um, and uh, there's a you know some excellent books around the topic that we've discipled right. people with a lot. So, what what kind of uh, responses and and issues does it tend to raise? Yeah. We, we do a lot of things to make people happy. Huh. Um, we watch our conversations. Sometimes we shop certain places. We do a lot of things so that people will think highly of us. Right. And uh, there's a, so a lot of talk there. And I see that everywhere out in the world, in the church. Mm-hmm. We are afraid of what people think of us. We mm-hmm. don't want people to think badly of us. And um, that's not always helpful for growing up and and even for loving people because if I'm afraid of somebody of what they think of me I I'm not loving them I'm doing what I can to make them happy um, and and then talking about fear of bad stuff happening um, we different people have different temperaments and some people are more fearful of um, getting sick or somebody that they love getting sick. So some of those things come out yeah. and that's a really good discussion. Yeah. And what we talk about in the class is we have this certain amount of time to talk about content and this is the start of the conversation. Mm, and we encourage people to go take this class, write these, take these notes and then go talk about your fears yeah. with somebody that you trust, yeah. um, sister in Christ who will help you to deal with this in a, in a right way, in a sure. prayerful way. Yeah, that's a great point. Not like um, learning history, just get a little content and you've got what you need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's wise. Um, any any funny phobia stories? Yeah, uh, we have talked uh, just to kind of loosen people up sometimes and to, to realize that there can be a lighter side to this. We do have some oddballs. Some odd, odd ones, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was a kid, um, I had I had really bad asthma, uh-huh. and for some reason, whenever I would have an asthma attack, um, I would have the same nightmare. 
Oh. It was connected to how, how the degree to which the asthma was exacerbated would it somehow uh, mean I would have this same dream. And the dream was that I was running on top of hot light bulbs and somebody was somebody had accused me of stealing their money and they were chasing me. Oh, and there's so much going on there. They Chuck. would burn. They would burn my feet as I was trying to run away from them. And it was like horrifying to me. Um, huh. And I knew if I have really bad asthma and I fall asleep, I'm going to have that terrible dream. And that just went on for years and years huh. and years. Yeah. So you should you should talk to somebody about that. <laughs> there's, there's probably something going on there. Or maybe just a lack of oxygen because of your asthma attack. Maybe. So, um, yeah, it hasn't, that hasn't happened in, you know, 30 years, Ah. but, uh, it was a persistent problem. You still concerned about being accused of stealing? No. Do you have issues with your feet getting hot? I do have problems with my feet. Yes. But no, not light bulbs. No light bulbs are involved. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you've outgrown it. Maybe perhaps that'd be one of a very few things that I have all the way around. <laughs> yeah. So um, if if uh, you, if somebody was listening to this, they haven't been through that material and you wanted mm. to tell them one thing, what would that one thing be? Oh, you know, it always sounds really trite when you have just the one thing. Um, but I would tell them that understanding who God is and understanding so many aspects of his character that he is good and he is in control and understanding who he is and learning to trust him maybe is the most important thing we can do. I Mm -hmm. I don't know. That sounds, maybe I shouldn't ever say anything is the most important, but that's really important for your fears. Um, Because if we don't trust that he's, if we we don't trust him, maybe we think he doesn't have power or we, we don't think he's good. I think that's a lot of people are, think that God doesn't want good things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't really reconcile what I want and that what he want might not be, wants might not be that. And so, therefore, he's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's some study there. There's some prayer there. And, and I would say spend some time in that and... Um, understand who he is and talk mm. to him about what you're afraid of and uh, don't run away from it. Mm. Mm. Um, but understanding his character is so important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It does really come to, uh, our faith does come down in the end to um, knowing who God is and what he's done for us. Yes. And consequently, um, who, who we are and how we ought to respond. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think you're overstating the, the case here at all. I remember being um, thinking through whether or not I thought he was good, and I and I had this huge list of, well, he wa- he could do this, so maybe he's not good, or he could do this other thing, or he has allowed this thing, and so I'm not sure that I really want to trust this God. And then you just can't quite get past the cross, you know. He, um, how can I think he's not good? when he was willing to do mm. what he did. Mm. Um, yeah. That's, you just, all the argument just stops right there, I think. Mm. So. Excellent point. That's really beautiful. Uh, so this whole 
whole issue of um, fearing, being in awe of, respecting God, yeah. and uh, therefore not living in fear of people, in fear of bad stuff, mm -hmm. um, is, is a very substantial issue that uh, most all of us really have got to wrestle with more than once certainly right um as as you think about what the scripture tells us do you think you know if we kind of look the other direction for a moment are there appropriate fears that the bible does give us um yeah i it's kind of interesting i somebody asked me about this the other day and i looked some things up and uh, there's a lot of talk about an appropriate fear is a fear of god a lot of talk <laughs> old testament new testament there's a contrast between you can either fear God or you can be in sin. Okay. And that sounds kind of harsh, um, but it's if you fear other things more than God, it's a lack of faith. Yeah. Also sounds very harsh. Yeah. Um, but it just really, I think, I can't. I think it draws a line. This, if this is a consistent theme in Scripture and I know that I'm dreadfully afraid of something. Um, it's, it shouldn't be a condemnation, I think. It should be um, an encouragement that this is a place where God wants me to grow. Mm. And when we see those things in Scripture, uh, don't take it as a, you're a bad person. Don't hide it because you don't want people to know about it. Mm. Um, but this is where we, we learn to trust. Mm. There's also, in uh, the New Testament, I found a few places where Paul talks about a fear of people's faith faltering. Yeah. And that was really interesting to me. You know, he talks about occasionally fears of bad things happening to him, but it's always written in a way that God has overcome that fear right. and God has taken care of him. Right. But the fear that he talks about, Paul, that Paul talks about, that is not sinful sounding the way he presents sure. it is a fear of of people losing their faith and that that was really convicting to me that what what where should my concerns be mm. less about my own safety less about my own comfort mm. and more about my fellow believers and helping them to to stand strong when things are difficult yeah yeah that is really interesting um i wonder if yeah, that makes me think of, uh, so you're, you're a mom with a son who's about to leave that mm -hmm. you talked about a little while ago. Uh, how about uh, a mom who might be listening who's on the other end of this and they've got a young one, they're yeah. just starting out and there's a dadgum pandemic yep. and what... Uh, I, what do you say? Yeah, that they can't look back um, on the progress, you know, there's, it's all forward looking still. Um, any any thoughts for moms in that kind of situation? Or, you know, I think um, maybe related to that would be um, single women who would love to be married mm. and all the guys are locked up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not in prison, I mean. I mean, it, the, there's, the, there's a, this whole pandemic problem. And, um, you know, my time's ticking and am I going to get to get married and have a baby yeah. am I not because it could go on forever and uh, you know I could see some real fear related to that so any thoughts about any of that yeah you know when I think about 
a lot of the things that I have been, I like to call it concerned. Um, concerned <laughs> That's about. That's a spiritual word for <laughs> Right. I'm concerned that this thing will happen to my family or to my kid yeah. or to me. Um, I realize so much of my concern is um, I have a plan. I have an idea mm. about what is good and what will make me happy. And at this age in my life, if I look back at how my track record of my plans and how well those things have worked out, I should know mm. that just because I think it's going to be good does not mean it's going to be good. Yeah. Just because I think this is the thing that has to happen, um, that that's not what right. means that that thing has to happen. That's helpful. And that's, you know, how do you... I don't want to tell somebody that just because you think it's important doesn't mean it's important. But that's what I see in my life. Just because I thought this thing was really important, many times it was not. Um, and that was, I had a really hard time this, I'm sure everybody did. So people, so many people lost so many things this last quarter right. of our kids' school. And um, I get choked up thinking about my, my kid's last semester of his mm -hmm. senior year of high school things that I wanted for him that mm -hmm. I thought those were the things that he should get to have that every kid should get to go to prom I mean come on every kid should get to have a graduation ceremony and we were he was going to take a trip we were excited about all those things and yeah. of course none of those happened yeah. and and is he miserable no is he um, suffering no uh, God knows what's going on he knows what's important yeah. and those things haven't worked out the way I, we wanted them to, but um, it's it's not a, I don't know. I really don't, hmm. so. Sounds like the, the, the Lord has done a good work of uh, transforming, you know, the Lord transforms us through the re renewal of our minds. So he has persuaded you uh, of mm -hmm. some things related to this uh, topic. Um, how do you, how do you see that an understanding, a right understanding of the fear of the Lord transforms uh, the, the other fears that we have? What's the connection between, if, if I think rightly about the Lord, then it, um, it alters how we look at everything else? Yeah, that's, that's the $60,000 question, I think. Or does that age me to say this? <laughs> That's the big question okay. that um, you're, I, the, these are just words to say that God is the most important thing and fearing him is important. And how does that translate to how I feel? And I, I feel like um, it's kind of like looking through a camera at a tree in the foreground and a landscape in the background. If I want to take a picture, I have to pick one to focus on. Okay. And if I take, if I focus on the tree in the foreground, then, then what's in the background is, is harder to see because it's blurry. And if whatever I choose to focus on is the thing that's going to be, um, most visible yeah. and most real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. And that's why you can take a picture of somebody with a fake background because it's blurry. Yeah. Because um, it doesn't, it's not real. So as I focus on God's character and his goodness, those other things don't go away, but they're not 
as big or as important. Um, and maybe they are important, but they're the relative importance. Yeah. Um, they're not ultimate. They're not ultimate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so practically speaking, um, if if um, uh, how would we talk through this with somebody on a real practical level? Meaning, um, my my alarm goes off at six thirty a.m. and the day begins, and there's been many days in the past in which I have uh, been ruled by fear mm -hmm. in which my my head theology is all correct but really my heart theology the way I'm actually living in everyday life is is rather unchristian mm -hmm. and really driven the, the 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 desires and fears I have in my own uh, ideas about what's best and good and right that's really what's been sitting on the throne but I don't want to keep living like that. So what uh, I think sometimes these conversations can seem pretty ethereal to mm -hmm. the person who's really rubber meets the road. I, I don't know how to make steps in that regard. Anything right. you would share that might be just real practical. The day begins. Mm -hmm. How do I live uh, the day? Um, is, is that a decision you make you know, once when you wake up? Um, how does that actually work itself right. out, practically speaking? Right. I think if people are like me, that what they really want is God just to change the way I feel, just like that, and I don't have to do anything. And, and generally, I don't think that's how it works. Um, I think we, we spend our life looking at the landscape in the background, and as long as we spend our life looking at that landscape in the background and not... Um, uh, trying to focus on the tree in the foreground, we will not even see the tree in the foreground. Mm -hmm. And um, I think you wake up in the morning and um, the day overcomes you because you're looking at the day. We need, we need to be, have God be a part of our lives from the moment we wake up. And that, I think, looks different for different people. For some people, uh, you need to spend some dedicated time. For some people, you need to read a psalm and pray through it or um, have input in your day, in your mind, and in your heart that is godly. And I, I think we need to do that more than once a week. We need to do that <laughs> more than once a day even. Um, but we, we just have such a hard time inviting God into our lives specifically and not just passively inviting him but actively focusing on him and talking to him and reading about him and and, and I think there's that isn't going to solve everybody's problems right away but that's certainly a place where we should be starting um, and God meets us there yeah yeah so that's what I would say start the day don't pick up your phone and check Facebook or your email. Um, open a psalm and okay. read what David did when he was afraid okay. and how he spoke to the Lord. Yeah. Um, or listen to sing a praise song that's good theology behind it. Uh -huh. um, spend some time with the Lord yeah. and start off there. And it really will change your perspective on yeah. what you see in your day and how it feels. Yeah.
So, um, in in terms of long-term change, um, it's not a a magic pill you take right. once, um, yeah. but uh, it's a daily, um, even moment by moment, when we're consciously aware uh, of turning our thoughts from the big mountain in the back mm -hmm. that really isn't a big mountain mm -hmm. to the Lord and, and the tree in front right. is your image, which I think is really uh, beautiful, really helpful, good way to think about it. Um, and, and setting the tone for the day um, in that way of scripture reading and prayer is uh, just so fundamental. So yeah. um, brothers and sisters listening, if you've tried that and it didn't seem to work, it didn't. It doesn't mean that um, it doesn't work. Um, it it means that maybe uh, invite some more people into that process with you. Yeah. Um, and uh, commit yourself to a whole way of life, and it will work eventually. Yeah. And I think that inviting other people, sometimes we don't see the things that God does because it's maybe slow, slower than what we right, want it to. Sure. But if I'm having a conversation about that with a friend and maybe she's able to see or he's able to see what is what God is doing and I'm not able to see that. Yeah. And to, to be able to praise God for what he has done, yeah. um, even if I can't see it, somebody else can show me. Right. That's really helpful. It is, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the, one of the uh, authors that you and I have read um, a lot and talked a lot about Tim Keller. He says in uh, his his book called Prayer mm -hmm. uh, that prayer is um, continuing a conversation that God began in His Word. Right. And so st starting a day with time in the Scriptures, even if it's not a long time, um, even if you don't have you know dictionaries and your computer and you do an exhaustive study, but opening the scriptures and letting God be the first one to speak yeah. into the day really does set a tone for continuing throughout the day conversations with God. Uh, yeah. So I'm really glad that you've, you've raised that. Um, what else would you want to say on this topic that you think might be helpful, important? I haven't thought to ask. Uh, I've talked a lot. Maybe you should tell us what you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you've talked a lot. Oh, okay. You need not fear that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Darn, I got something to work on. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think God is good, and we often overlook that. Mm. And really, everybody's fears have a, a different source, or maybe we're not all the same. So much of my fears have been um, not really believing that God is good. So mm. that's... I think that's what comes out of my mouth when mm. I try to reassure people that um, he is good mm. and um, he can handle growing us out of our fears mm. if we will um, allow him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How has the Lord been good to you lately? I, uh, he, he is, uh, he is good. Uh, we are. We have a lot of changes coming up, and I tend to want everything to happen one thing at a time and some space to relax in between, and and that's not how it's happening. We're building a house. We're trying to sell a house. Yeah. We're sending off our kid. Um, our other kid, school is just this giant question mark, <laughs> and um, it's not fun, but 
I don't think I've bitten anybody's head off in the last, <laughs> well, I'm not going to say how many days. <laughs> well, at least we're talking days, not hours. Right. Yeah. It's, it's less than it would have been a year ago, I think, mm-hmm. um, that uh, God is taking care of the details, yeah. as I knew he would, but it's, it's not as painful as I thought it would be. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. And it's just so stinking hot. And praise God for air conditioning. Oh, my gosh. So God's been good to you by giving you air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know if this is true or not. And so this may be misinformation. This uh-huh. will be the first time we've used that word in this podcast. Uh, it seems like every time you turn Fake around, news. we hear that. But um, uh, I heard, I, I read that uh, July was the hottest month on record. I read that, too. So, so we have reason to complain. <laughs> think anybody really feels I mean everybody knows we have reason to complain summer in Phoenix well yeah October's coming and it's gonna be amazing yes I just remind myself that February everybody will wish they lived here yeah okay because it's really great it is February is like the worst right but here it's beautiful it is it is amazing seems like a long time yeah Thanks for sharing with us um, some Thanks for having me. some things related to fear and in your own experience and um, some of the you know you've you've logged a lot of hours uh, studying and teaching and, and helping particularly um, our sisters in the body so thanks so much for that um, what a what a gift that is uh, to have somebody like you in the church Blessing doing those things for me that's wonderful um, church um, I think. This uh, this conversation, we hope, is just the, the beginning. So the idea in the podcast isn't uh, now we've dumped all the knowledge that you need um, and you've now checked off the box and can move on to another topic, but rather think of this as just the start. Uh, it's the, the introduction to a, an issue or the issues that we deal with each time that we hope their function is actually to spur your your thinking and conversation with the Lord and then toward um, other brothers and sisters in the church and then um, ultimately that would be impacted even how we think and and talk to non-believers and so um, the content is designed to um, start conversation that you would then pick up and and continue and um, we will be praying for you as you do so and uh, the Lord can the Lord um, has given you freedom from fear and it's all he's already accomplished that in christ you're not in bondage to fear and yet learning how to actually live like that does take a lifetime and so maybe a few of the things uh, katina has shared today will help practically and um, we'll be praying as you uh, pick up that mantle and decide uh, today maybe for the next 10 minutes um, i i want to respect and live in awe of God and not uh, concentrate all my energies on things that I'm afraid of, but rather live in awe of who he is because he's just so good and wonderful. Mm. Um, Katina, would you pray for people in that regard? Sure. We'll end with that. Sure. Father, thank you so much for all that you have done, all that you have accomplished for us uh, on our behalf, the, what you give to us, um, and God, we, we still are growing up in that, trying to understand what that means yeah. for us. And as we do, um, God, I pray that we would um, learn to understand more about that and about you. 
I pray that we would not compare ourselves to other people mm-hmm. and the temperaments that, that they have, mm-hmm. um, but that we would uh, look at who you have made us to be and who you want us to be um, because of what you've done. Thank you for your word that shows us you and encourages us about fear mm-hmm. and uh, help us to, to walk in that. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jesus is Better. For more info, visit us at www.churchonmill.org. That's churchonmill.org.